What is up, good sir? What's happening? Yo, how's yo. it going? Going good. Hey, thank you guys for having me on, man. No, thank you. Um, it's been uh, it's been a long time coming. I know we talked about it once before. Um, yep. When we first started the radio station and we were playing playing your single at the time, and I'm glad we finally got it worked out to because look, you are you are busy. You have a lot going on. Your hands are full, and I want to talk about a lot of it. Um, but first of all, the one thing I do want to do is say congratulations on the sold out show the other night. Tell tell us how how all that went down. Yeah, man. Um, it was an incredible night for sure. So basically my song, Gotta Get Out of Here, which is like the first single of my new album that just came out, you know, been working radio, climbing the charts, multiple different charts. And my hometown station has been supporting me for a long time here. And, you know, so the last couple of months they've been pushing the song. So the day before my album came out, I went on the morning show here in uh, my local area and he was like yo man uh this other group is coming through and they need a date and we were wondering if you could kind of do it and blah 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 so it was like a real quick thing so yeah man we uh with under three weeks from announcement to show completely sold out man it was uh it was incredible and for me it was my first time playing live in like 16 months so yeah so and again we'll get into all that but yeah man yeah. It, it, it was it was just great to get back into it you know well, and you said that, and I was getting ready to follow that up with that question. So you had, if I remember right, you had surgery last year? Uh, I, I I broke my hip yes, in yes. May, late May, like eight months ago or so. Jesus. And yeah, oh, dude, that was the whole thing. Well, to, to start a little bit before then, a year ago right now, I was in treatment, rehab, like drug treatment. Um, I was like hardcore addicted to opiates like in a really bad way like crazy amounts of like fentanyl and things is like this that is this before the hip surgery or after this is before damn okay before so yeah and, and actually yeah. that's good that you asked because it's there's it's a little bit of context we'll need here in a second and trust right. me i'm not gonna bore you with like some long boring story but th this shit is like it's no, insane good. Man. We, we love to dive deep, dive deep. go ahead let's for sure, we're for willing sure. To talk about it shit let's go yeah man no and so okay you know about this time literally in treatment a year ago addicted to opiates specifically fentanyl and i mean i was doing upwards of 40 pills a day you know, every other week I'd run out for a day or two waiting for my next shipment and I'd be in withdrawals and those withdrawals are no joke, bro. Like that shit is a nightmare. So, and again, to preface that both of my parents are deceased from opiates. My mom died of a heroin overdose when I was nine. And then my father actually like committed suicide in 2017 via heroin overdose slash fentanyl. And like on purpose and shit. So got to keep that in mind too. And you know, like my mom specifically, like these are big, like, like this is like the trauma of my life and like the shit that I, you know what I'm saying? Like that I've grown with since a young age. But anyway, so here I am a year ago about to come off this fentanyl, like withdrawing again. Like I have an eight year old son now. And it really just kind of reminded me of back in the day, except for the roles were completely reversed, you know? So it was like, had enough of this shit. You know, my wife drove me six hours, went to rehab um got clean off the opiates withdraw for weeks i mean just non-stop body aches you know shaking twitching you can't sleep you're exhausted but you can't sleep one second for like six nights straight literally not one minute of sleep you know they're pumping you full of benzos and everything they can to try and help this you know um but again so 
okay, I get out of there. I was gone for about 40 days. You know, I, uh, they put me on, you know, nowadays with, a, with all the stuff they have, you know, there's certain medications and therapies and counseling. And so I do all that clean for, you know, four or five months at the time. I'm literally out rollerblading with my son, nothing crazy, fall pretty bad and literally break my hip, man. Like right there. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm 31 years old now. So they were like, oh my God, usually it's like an 80 year old dude that comes in here. So check this out real quick. The ambulance gets there and I tell them straight up right away. It's like, look, I'm, I'm like four months clean off opiates and blah, blah, blah. I'm on this medication, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but at the time the pain was so excruciating and, and they, you know, if this is one of those situations where the, the benefit outweighed the risk at the time because of the severity of the injury. You know, so they have to use fentanyl, of course, to get through this like opiate blocker I have, you know, high doses of it. So anyway, long story short, again, here, get to the hospital that night. Every other hour, they're giving me fentanyl and then ketamine because they didn't want it to be straight opiates. She comes in about midnight, gives me the shot. Next thing I know, bro, all of a sudden I'm like coming to and there's like 10 doctors around me, like rubbing my chest, like, sir, sir, like external harm. So they literally, I ended up overdosing on the fentanyl in the hospital from them trying to break through my medication. And bro, it was just crazy shit, man. So that's kind of how I started the 2021. Dude, I, you don't know this, but I do anesthesia for a living. So I know everything you're talking about. Okay. Uh, okay. People every single day, man. But that that's a crazy backstory, dude. Like your mom, your dad getting addicted, getting clean, breaking the hip, rollerblading. Cause you're right. That's an 80 <laughs> year old woman, like, or man, osteoporosis kind of thing, yep. you know, or, or a motor vehicle accident would be the next thing. Right. Um, dude. So how did you come off of like post surgical, you know, come out of that? Cause you got to have something really right. Ketamine hits a different receptor. That's why they were giving right. you that it, it can do, it have pain suppression as well. Um, but how, did, how did you make it through that? So, well, you know, coming out of treatment last year, I got put on a medication called buprenorphine. Yeah. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Like a maintenance type thing, suboxone type stuff. And yep. so that's kind of what I used for pain management at their recommendation. And then other than that, it was, you know, along with maintenance in itself. Um, but it was really just like Tylenol and I was on a tie. I, I just toughed it out, man. You know? And again, when I was in the hospital the first night, I, you know, I wasn't getting any really much pain relief from it anyway, because those receptors are so binded to by that buprenorphine, you know, Correct. like, so, Correct. so it wasn't, you know, again, it's no, nothing they did wrong. It's just like, that was just the situation, but got through it. And, uh, here we are, you know, we'll, I, we'll get into the music. One second. One more follow up sure. question with that is how long since the hip to, to tonight it, has that been? And are you, are you clean? If you don't mind me asking, I mean, are you, you so, so okay. no, yeah, absolutely. So in a few days, we're like four days away from eight months since this happened, I was on the crutches for a solid three then on the cane for two months or so. So I've just been walking pretty normal in the last month or, you know, month or two, whatever it is. Um, so I'm doing good. Um, you know, aside from medications prescribed by doctors as a part okay. of my treatment plan, yeah. I have, I've over a year sober now. So K killer. And, yeah. I, and I want to apologize. I didn't mean to be too forward with that question. No, no, no. It's that, cool. That's why I asked. And I didn't know the time frame. Had I known you were still in the post-op recovery medication maintenance phase, I would have. 
So no, no disrespect there. No, 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 none taken, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm kind of new to talking about this. And uh, I mean, it's well, just an interesting story. So that's yeah, sure. kudos to you. So let's oh, get yeah. back to the music, Kevin. We, 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 Absolutely. But that's good. That's a good backstory for people because um, God knows it's a part of the community at times, man. It really is, right? And, and, and I, 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 I've told a lot of people too that the, the crazy part of it is that I actually ended up driving 2,600 miles by myself with a broken hip to make this new album, 1990, that just dropped. And again, so before this, you know, I've, I, the last couple of years, I've done a lot more like alternative hip hop leaning music. You know, I've had some success in pop radio, like, you know, just other formats and things like that. Um, but I've always started as a rock artist. I've had, I mean, I'm more known as like a rock artist, but with the YouTube stuff the last couple of years, you know, so I credit like the first couple of months after breaking my hip, being stuck in the recliner, playing so much guitar, like to where it really, and again, with that clean, sober state of mind, you know, like just really like, like coming full circle, like, wow, man, like I'm in this chair and writing these guitar songs. And it almost really felt like, it all happened for a reason and it took me back to make music like this. And like now this song got to get out of here that you guys have been supporting. And I appreciate that a lot. Like it's been blowing up, man. The The animated video was trending on YouTube top 20 for three days. Uh, I think we're at almost 2 million views now in under three weeks. The music video is going on 700 K the streaming's going crazy. And yeah, man, the fans are loving the album. It's again, I'm beyond grateful just to have the fan base I have to be able to, you know, do, do this type of thing. So it's, it's incredible, man. I love it. So I, I'm going to ask a, a, a few questions here. So the album is called 1990. I'm yes, assuming sir. that that's because of your birth year. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, I got yep. it right. Yeah, um, for sure. Now I want to dig in to YouTube with you because you have for an artist that is still building. You have more followers or subscribers on YouTube than a lot of like baby bands signed and stuff like that. How did you build that YouTube uh, presentation? Well, I credit YouTube and the things I do on YouTube for pretty much launching my career because like, like I am building in like the rate rock radio world and touring and like trying to become part of festivals, stuff like that. And then on the flip side on this, like YouTube gamer kind of viral side of things, like there's a fan base out there that looks at this music, like in a totally different light. And again, the cool thing about it is that, you know, 80, 90% of this audience is teenagers. And so I'm, I'm really getting on, on the YouTube side of things, really getting this young audience that, you, you know, in today's world with everyone growing up with like pop and hip hop, and that's kind of like the normal now back in our days, you know, it was like growing up, we, we hear guitar riffs all the time. So nowadays for these young, like 13, 14, and even younger, sometimes I've even seen it shows like the cool thing, me and my pr producer, Brett Hessel, we're talking about is like to have the fan base that I have and then to drop an album that sounds like this calling it 1990, that kind of throws a call back to it anyway, like to these kids, it, it almost as if it's like brand new. It's like fresh music, you know? Um, and I think that's a really cool thing. But in YouTube stuff, it was really like these anime channels, Minecraft, um, this whole world gaming community uh, that has literally blown me up. And I'm about to hit half a billion streams, man. It's insane. Jesus. It's insane, bro. We, we, we were talking right before you came on. You got to. So first of all, this is the first, the most YouTube comments we've had 
on our stream period bar none right uh you've got a guy on here that was asking us in the comments before you got on like yo yo when 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 is he coming on when is he coming on minecraft redstone king i think he deserves like a shout out again like dudes dudes a fan right dude uh, my, minecraft redstone king there he is okay shout out yep and and he says credit reinimator uh, so that's like one of my partners on YouTube that does the Minecraft videos. He animates these videos literally from scratch. I mean, an incredible talent. And these take months to make. But he's the one who has almost 2 million subscribers. And we've just, I think this last video, Forgot to Get Out of Here, was our 10th video together over the last three years. So it's been a part of like me becoming familiar in that world, which has then brought so many of those fans over to like Spotify and my YouTube channel, hence the millions and and, and subscribers and blah, 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 you know? It's, it's, All right. So, so, crazy, so you, like, you got again, cause it's coming through for, on our end, the YouTube, like I'm seeing comments made with anime uh, avatars as their profile pictures and stuff. So yep. this leads me into two questions. <clears throat> Shout out Number Sergeant one. Willie, by the way. I know him from, uh, um, I do some live streams too, and he's he's one of my top fans. So shout out Sergeant for sure. Sorry to interrupt, by the way. No, no, no absolutely. <laughs> Keep the banner back and forth. For sure. uh, my question is this then. So like Kevin and I have talked about this with uh, 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 bigger artists as far as like, uh, who did we speak to, Kevin? Uh, Paul Crosby coming out of Saliva in the heyday that they had, right? Uh, and we mentioned it to a lot of the artists that we speak to. Nowadays is a little bit different, right? Used to in the 80s, the 90s, even in the early 2000s, right? You go and you hit the uh, the the bars. Did we lose them? Did we lose? Oh, there he's still there. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm hit, here, man. Yeah, you you hit the bars, your local bar. Then you do a regional tour of the bigger cities that are around you, and you build your following live in a club or in a room, right? Right. Nowadays is different. You 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 can do that, but it's a lot quicker, uh, and you can reach a lot more people by building it on the internet. And so, whether you do that through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, whatever platform you're doing it. That's the way to go. So you've obviously done that. So my, my question is, did you do that on purpose? Because I, I think you probably did. And how did you do it? Then also, how did you get into the anime Minecraft? How did how did that happen? Yeah, uh, dude, that's a great question, bro. Seriously. And, and I love talking about this stuff. Trust me, I do it all the time with everybody pretty much, you know. Um, so you know, I had like in, in 2014, I had a big rock hit like on Octane, a song called With Me Now. And I mean, it was like one of the top played songs of the year, 1200 spins. I mean, it was like top 10 for like six months or something like that. And at the time it was selling like 1500 to 2000 downloads a week, 2013, 2014, kind of right before streaming hit. And at that time, you know, selling over a thousand downloads a week was like a big deal in the rock world, you know? So from there, I, you know, I was managed by a big name. We hired radio, got the song into like the top 40 on the charts and went out and toured as much as we could. Kind of that traditional sense of what people think it, it, it's like you should do to do it or how it used to be. So right. I did that, you know, went on the road, did this and that. And it was cool. And, you know, the song made decent dough. I mean, I was surprised, like nothing crazy, but, you know, selling, having the Octane Airplay obviously is like, it, it, that's why everyone wants that nowadays. It's like the, you know, they're one of the, whatever you want to consider. Octane it. records, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's the, that's the slang. But then again, then it was like, well, it, I always thought that if you're only successful from platforms like that, then you're really, re you have to rely on someone else that makes the decision. Very and, smart. 
And it was like, oh, and I know that's pretty much how it's always going to be. But it's like, if there's any way that I could, because I've always been so obsessed with the business side. I mean, when I was a teenager, I was obsessed with the billboard charts. I would look at the sales figures every week, radio chart positions. I mean, I've always been into that, you know, like. You young kids, I hope you're listening. You better be listening. You better be listening. <laughs> Dude, and, and, and again, so. Yeah, man. I, I happened a, a year later, I had a falling out with the manager and I stopped touring and it was kind of like my funding that I was getting help with kind of ran out and it was like, shit, I felt like my back was really against the wall. Right. So right. I happened to come across this video on YouTube. I searched my own artist name and I saw this video that had a million views on it and it was called Nightcore and it was like a sped up version of the song. And so I hit that guy up and I said, Hey, I saw you used my song. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. Like, would you consider using another one? Cause I had a new song at the time. And he was like, why don't we just partner up? You can supply me the songs because you control the copyright. So I don't have to worry about copyright strikes. Cause like a lot of these do, you know what I'm saying? And then we you know. get a platform with oh, yeah, the audience. So it was like that. And then I, one of them got a million views, blah, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden a month later or two, I started seeing these Minecraft videos, 10 million views, 20 million views. I just reached out to two of the biggest channels I found one of those guys happened to have heard of me from this Nightcore channel. And somehow he agreed to do kind of the same thing where we actually split the revenue. And bro, the second video we did in the first month got 3.5 million views the first week, trended top 50 on YouTube, which is filled with rap videos and games. And, and all of a sudden the song went top 30 in like 20 countries on Apple Music. All these radio stations started playing it. And now it's got like 100 million streams. And all of a sudden from there, it's like never slowed down as a consistent stream of dropping these Minecraft videos, me dropping new music, the YouTube channel building. And I don't have to pay a penny to do it instead of going out, you know, versus traditional senses of spending. You guys know how to big money at radio, oh, yeah. advertising, this and that. So Dude, anything else I get is like a bonus now, you know? There, there's like major record labels that are just like their head they're spinning because you just got all that for free. But kids, again, let's unpackage what he said. He was smart enough to understand that a video went viral, right? A couple, however much you said. And you, he did a little research. He looked up who owned it. He sent them a message. That's a lot of work. You know, he had to do all this and think his way through it. You got to do that shit. And the guy was cool enough to message you back. And then a partnership happens and right. bam. Right. And again, that's and again, it, Dude, that's the new game. That is literally the new game, bro. Like you have said it perfect. And now you got to imagine too. Yes. He said yes that time, but there was a hundred no's or no responses before that. That's all part of the grind. There's going to be days where it feels like shit. Man. Oh, like, is, is this ever going to happen? Like, what can you do? You know? Oh shit. Now he's giving you the real story. Oh, he's going to tell you that he had to do a hundred no's to get to one. Yes. I mean, we're telling, we're pulling out all the stops tonight. That's what it is, bro. Yeah, yeah. man. But again, yeah, I don't know. Just for me, it was any way I figured, whether it was games or whatever the content was, any way to get the music in front of as many people as possible without having a bunch of money to spend on it. And I, at the end of the day, I'm truly grateful for it. All I ever wanted to be was a musician, an artist, write my music. And I'm just so happy. Shout out to everyone that's on here. Uh uh, yeah, man, I appreciate again, you guys having me on like, again, I reached out because I think like a platform like you guys here at, at the sound, like, to me, it feels like this is like, like, just it, there's just so much good shit going on here. Like the, the fact that we're doing this, the, the community you guys seem to have, I feel like 
this could almost be like the digital YouTube version of like a big rock station. You know, what I, like the Minecraft version of what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like that, a comparison. That, dude, that's exactly what we want. And we've been putting in work for a few years now. And we're super proud of what we've done in the community of people that are commenting right now. And dude, honestly, it's like an honor for Kevin and I to talk to artists like you guys that are out there in the trenches doing it. It's what we live for, man. Kevin's been in radio for a ton of years. I think Kevin's 116 years old. I'm, I'm not quite sure how old he is, but he's been in. I think he invented the radio, honestly. Right. And now he's like transitioning into the digital age. And I'm just glad I'm here with him. So. Hell yeah. And and I have to say, shout out Aaron, who just commented on there, I think from South Dakota. If you were at the show right there, Aaron Gillian, shout out uh, to you. And again, for any of my fans that are on here watching this interview, this is an example of what I talk about, guys, a new platform. So if you guys are into the music I do, obviously, this is a station that you can have in your pocket on the go and hear tons of new artists see interviews like this. This is the kind of shit I want my community to follow for sure. Oh, we're clipping that one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah baby. Let me write that timestamp down. Dude, it, bro. And 38 seconds. Boom, I'm God. serious, That's though, man. It's, yeah. it's the real deal because, you know, like these old cliche sayings like, oh, real recognizes real. I just love the platform of what you guys are doing because it shows the effort being put in. I see. I love the the 15 a weekly countdown yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 all that stuff man and dude when you get the artists on there that's a great way to get them to share and again if you you know doing stuff like you do get these artists to bring these communities over i think it's awesome man so i just wanted to be in on the uh ground level here and be an early supporter of the sound band so well dude i love your backstory man that's it, it's tragic it really is tragic but the fact that you're sharing it like blows me away here on live on the internet hopefully it inspires somebody whether they have that problem that addiction or they don't but they they're thinking well damn if he can overcome this why what's stopping me right like why can't i do it uh another key takeaway what year did you say that was 2012 or 13 when octane was was spinning your first song uh it was like the end of 13 into early 14 was when it was peaking Okay. And it ended up being in rotation for two years. Like it was a big song back then, you know. And, and you and you toured off of it a, a, a yep. good bit. You said, but let's also do the math, ladies and gentlemen. Thirteen to twenty-two, dude didn't give up, and he's still out there grinding. I got a feeling it's because not only you know we're all music junkies here, and we're proud of that, yep. right? So <laughs> that's a good dude, for sure. To have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Again, man. I mean, it feels like just yesterday I was out there hustling that first single. And again, shit, what, eight, nine years now. And I feel like I'm still just getting started and it's still on the rise. But again, now when you could add in, you know, like what we just talked about with all the YouTube and Spotify stuff on top of now my new single, which just got added to Octane again this week and is in like heavy today. rotation right there. Exactly. You know, so it's just cool to see all of that stuff happening at once. And it's like a new era, man. It's literally a new era and independent artists are the biggest growing sector of this business, bro. It, you just freaking nailed it, dude. As much shit as you can say bad about social media and the internet, we feel like th there's the other, the counter argument to it, which is exactly what you just said. You kind of have to sift through it a little bit, but the artists have the platform now, guys. You have the voice, you have yep. the opportunity, but you have to put in the work. That's the difference. You have to put in the work. 100%. I, this is another thing, like coming off what you just said, I tell a lot of people this too. It's like with the platform, Spotify, Facebook, whatever you want to call it. It's like we all have access to the same audience as any superstar, pop singer, podcast, show, whatever it is. 
it's all right there on these platforms. We just have to put in the work, like you said, to find our way to these people. But it's an open door nowadays. You know what I'm saying? There's obviously yep. pros and cons, but dude, that's why there's so much talent. That's why there's so many independent uh, entities that are making a killing financially, yeah. revenue-wise. Subscri- yep. I mean, all of it, you know? This has literally changed my life over the last three years. I won't lie to you. Kevin and I, I mean, that's why we started this show. And I mean, we want to keep it with the independent up and coming artists because it's fun for us. Um, but we have, we have Kevin, we have major art. I mean, the who wants to be on this show, Van Halen. Uh, we've had, we've had offers from uh, the members of Pantera all the way to like, Kevin, who else? I know I'm forgetting some people that want to be on here. We tell them no all the time, all the time. We tell them no. You tell them no. You couldn't. You couldn't come <laughs> up with kisses. Wanted to be on the show. We told them no. It's like no. It's not what we're into. We're into the up and coming, up and coming artists. Hell yeah, man. Well, hey, makes me feel better, right? No. <laughs> no. So tell me about AK nineteen. Okay, so AK nineteen is my label. Um, I basically run everything I do. It's like my uh, company, my LLC. So uh, my wife, Amber, and I run AK-19. She handles all of the, you know, like financial business side of things along with myself. Um, So yeah, basically, you know, everything goes through. We do all the promotion, like everyone on my staff, you know, that does radio or publicity or an agent or whatever the case may be. Everything runs through AK-19. Um, and yeah, you know, in the future, I've worked with a few artists in the last couple of years and dropped a few little things here and there and had some fun. But right now the focus is just building black light up and keeping that train rolling. And then in the future, we'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, fans represented. It's like, you know, part of our thing online is like the AK 19 family, AK 19 community and all that kind of thing. So yeah, man. I love it. And then, uh, off music for a minute, AEW or WWE? Ah, you know, I mean, look, nowadays, honestly, like, and I never thought I'd say it, I am watching AEW more than I've been watching WWE, like with with Brock on right now. I mean, you got to, for me, I'm like, dude, I was an Undertaker guy. Like I'm that old school attitude era type stuff. So the less of that that's come out lately has lessened my watching, going from watching the streak every year, you know whatever the case may be to now yeah you have brock in there and that's a decent program they're running right now um so that's that's about where i'm at on that joe you know? franklin I, said ufc that's awesome i I, <laughs> I hear you i hear you yeah it's uh so i'm I'm a wrestling fan as well so uh, I'm, I'm glad like punk is back i mean i think it's great that there's almost a legit alternative to wwe now and aew is definitely more like edgy and more you know they're trying to give what they think the fans would want in like that you know non-pg rated wrestling show and right i mean dude i think i think they're doing a good job i mean you know i, I think it's solid you know i live with it i yeah, like it exactly exactly i like yeah. it all right, I want to I want to throw one more music question in before right. we wrap it up for tonight. <clears throat> uh, my question is this: so, uh, to walk us through. You mentioned your producer, m- mention him again, but I want to know like what what is the writing process for you? Uh, you know, because Kevin and I were talking about this earlier. Like, you, you you're are you you go out and play live, so obviously you have a full band. But are you writing as a band or is this just you or these guitar riffs that you turn into songs or do you collaborate with other artists or other, you know what I'm saying? Or do you have a guitar player that's your guy? Like, tell us about that and then how you get them recorded. 
Right. So, yeah, I mean, a- after the first song with the Minecraft thing went viral, I pretty much was like a solo artist. Like a lot of my fans just think of me as Blacklight District, like The Weeknd right. or something like that, you know, right? like a, a name like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just me, you know, like even the last couple years, I go on a tour and half the time it's just me on stage. Sometimes I'd have a DJ. I would run tracks like it was a hip hop show. I'd play guitar to it sometimes. But again, I was running a lot more pop hip hop type songs at the time. I'd have like this 10 foot LED screen. It it was more like a Post Malone show than a rock show. But I was out on these rock tours, like opening for Adelita's Way and shit like that. How did that go go over with the hardcore rock guy? Did they accept you? I mean, for the most part, for sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the shows were awesome. The merch sold great. I mean, the reaction was always great. Look in a situation like that, there's always going to be some people that are like, this is definitely not what I was expecting for a rock show. And I've even seen a few people that I'd seen me before that were disappointed, but the majority of it was very positive. And again, when the younger fans came, no one gives a shit. It's like, dude, we're here to have a good time and jam. Right. Right. But but kind of going back to this now, you know, so, so, okay, for this album, 1990, like how you asked Kevin in the beginning, it was like, because for me, it was like a reset kind of going back to the beginning, like back to the rock sound, working with producer Brett Hesla, because the last couple albums with my other st- sounding stuff, I produce and mix all of it right here in my home studio, you know, with some of my biggest songs that I've done here in the last couple years you know but because i had worked with brett on that first song that was the big octane thing we talked about earlier like that was like my first break i'm kind of going back to the rock music i'm sober i have the hip thing to me it, it felt like going full circle going back to him so i had like six songs pretty much written not really demoed out just written and a few things that i'd had over the years and then some of them he and i wrote in one or two days and we actually ended up tracking this whole album 10 songs tracked in 11 days you know what i'm saying so that was pretty good obviously the mixing and all that took a time and and things like that but yeah man it's uh and then like so i'm gonna go back sometime when i do the next album I'll probably bring in a lot of like little guitar riffs. A lot of times I start out with beats, synth sounds, you know, I get more what goes on today. Most of the time I don't even have a guitar when I'm writing a song until I just did this new album. You know, the last few years it's on the keyboard and shit like that. That was another question. Are you a guitar writer or do you do your keyboard guy or both or whatever? It's just whatever sparks the creativity. Pretty much both, you know, exactly whatever sparks it. Like I said, when I was, when the hip first happened, I was almost forced to use a guitar because I couldn't get down here in this basement because I couldn't get down the stairs, you know, but yeah, like, but, but the the previous couple of years and, but, you know, my first 10 years doing this shit, like it was always guitar and notebook and like the old school way. And then as things evolved, you know, the last like three, four, five years has really been hardcore MIDI synth sounds, bass beats everything starts from that and then like lately with everything changing it kind of went back to that now it's a a mixture of both for sure did you already play the keyboard or did you learn as you went or are you using loop tracks if you don't mind uh no i basically like just learned how to play as i needed to over the years like trying to add like you know strings on top of the chorus or and then like learning how to draw the notes in and so yeah over time and i i still can't play piano worth the fuck but i could program you know what i'm saying like i could yeah i could do this or that and and you know occasionally sure i'll use loops if the 
not like I use exclusive loops, but if right. if something happens to come up, I'm not against it, but I try to make most of it, you know. A, a digital MIDI guy is uh, that plays the keyboard, right, is a talent and is very useful nowadays, but like I'm sure Beethoven would sit there and be like, what? It, what? Right. You know, what? Exactly. It's like, shut up, Beethoven. We don't have to do that nowadays <laughs> because we got this shit, so screw you. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of like cool because you you really do. You get a you almost get the analog way of the old school way and then you get to use this. So it's like you really get the best of both worlds. And I think that's like the be- the biggest benefit for everyone involved, basically. You know, oh, man, there were some there were some bombs tonight on the show, guys. I hope you all been yes, paying attention. Was. Better be taking yeah, yeah. notes. I mean, this is an active show. You can't it's not passive. Don't just sit there and watch. Write the shit down. There's lots of factoids, a little bit of information. You can make notes and uh, help your career, help you move through and navigate this digital world that we live in, right? 100%, man. 100%, bro. Kevin, it's it's literally in your hands these days. That's a scary thing that a lot of people don't like to hear, man. That's too much responsibility, and they can't blame anybody for it, man. That's nasty. For sure. No, yeah. dude, believe me. I and also, you don't, you don't get to do like Motley Crue in the 80s and just play a killer show and then chase chicks and, and, right. and drink and snort coke and, and just make millions of dollars, right? I mean, that's also Exactly something. right. You know, like, <laughs> again, when I was growing up, the dream was like, oh, you want, like, I wanted to have platinum records and things like that. And again, with rock music, it doesn't really happen so much. But instead, you can make things like this happen. Yes. Or again, yeah. this is another thing I'm proud of, like for YouTube to hit 100,000 subscribers. Like to me, this almost felt like as much of an accomplishment as anything else would have because I put in the work and they wouldn't give it out straight from the company themselves if it wasn't meaningful, you know? So again, it's just shit I'm proud of and the fans made it happen. And again, I only share these things not to sound like a bragging asshole, which I, you I can understand. I just do it to show that, man, there there are so many other ways and new paths. And I mean, you really can make your dreams come true if you're willing to put in the work, especially today, man. Man, that's the takeaway for this show. Way to end it tonight. I love it. Dude, Kyle, unless Kevin, unless you got something, man, uh, this was a great conversation. I really enjoyed it. No, um, I think the only thing that uh, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for bringing your YouTube viewers with you. Uh, if you are liking the show and you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Oh, um, yeah. But no, I'm going to tell you what. Um, I think when we first started the radio station, and I'm not going to lie. I can't remember what single it was you had at the time. Um but it, it, you were it was somewhere wonderful. else too at the time, weren't you? Uh, at another uh, another station, also. Well, I do. I I still work for an FM radio station. Okay, okay. I so, see. I I I didn't know if you still did or not. For some reason, I guess I got yeah. confused on that. Well, technically, so my I bad. don't work my for them, but I do okay, a show okay. for them. Okay, so he, he's a freelance contractor. There, okay, okay. <laughs> Gotcha. So gotcha. I didn't know if he thought if he meant the app because we were on a different app before we got our own. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't app. know if it was like taboo to mention that. I know we. Oh, no, no, no. We're yeah. a whore here on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're so a part like, of it. If you've ever seen it, we've, we've mentioned we've ever touched it, yeah. like twenty times. So what? What yeah, is that? Really? Yeah. I mean, no, I, dude, I listen to Octane all the time. Like, I'm sure they won't talk about us because they shouldn't, and I don't blame them. But no, we get it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. But yeah, no, I was just curious. But yeah, I remember that, man. I yeah, remember so, that when we first met. Yep. So we've been paying attention to each other for a while. And, Absolutely. Uh, and uh, when you reached out to me uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, yes, finally, we can make this happen. So uh, Dude, I'm glad yeah, we did. Man. You're welcome back anytime you want. Anytime. Um, 
love to pick your brain as much as possible on what you've got going on and uh, and how you're you're working your avenues that you're working to make your success your success what it is. So uh, yeah, anytime you want to come back on, just hit me up and uh, and you're back in. Dude, I would love to, and I probably will hold you to that, man. It'd be cool, man. Maybe we can do a couple up updates throughout the year. And because again, you know, the song, you know, really hit the secondary markets and the charts hard and, you know, got up to number 12 on that mainstream rock indicator, six on the, you know, secondary foundations one. Yep. And then, you know, now all of a sudden they start seeing a lot of these monitored stations come on. It's already top 50 on the media based chart with hardly any like ammo being pushed yet. And there's talks with my team right now that we might like really go for it on this one in terms of like the the big you know FM stations and monitor stations. So yeah, man, the song hopefully will continue to climb the charts and the album is out and I'm planning some tours and shows and hell yeah, man. I'm 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 looking at a big year here. Hopefully it's all big year for everyone, man. Dude, we 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 uh we appreciate it, like Kevin said, and uh, we tell a lot of artists that. But we, I hope you really uh, reach back out to us every time you drop a single. You have anything to do, whether you jump on this live show or we just put it on the station. We would love to do it. Uh, we talk to a lot of artists, a lot of guys that are that are uh, talented in the in the music angle. You are one of these people, but I love that you know the back end of it, man. That 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 just is like a breath of fresh air. You know, you're not just out there like, oh yeah, write songs, which that's cool if you <laughs> right, do. Like, right, that's right. your thing. But find somebody who knows as much shit as Kyle does because you have to have that, and you're you have both of those uh talent so kudos to you bro bro i've been waiting for a platform like this man this is the shit i love to talk about i mean and believe me like we've only touched the iceberg in terms of the yeah. story so again man yeah let's uh let's do more and i i think uh the future is literally in the hands of a platform like this and artists like myself man so well, kevin and i have been saying for months now and we haven't done it yet that we're going to jump on twitter you know twitter has twitter spaces right okay right you just, right we just do audio so maybe you could be the first guest and we do like a real geeky deep dive into like the business side maybe i don't know i mean what we can go whatever we want to do but like i think that would be fun bro i'm open for anything man let's let's definitely stay in touch and again man i'm a huge fan and uh I am uh, a big supporter, man. So I'll be out there representing and shit. Keep know? doing you, man. Keep fighting the good fights. Uh, hit me up after you get off the show, and I'll I will send you a shirt and a hat to wear. Oh, absolutely. dude, that'd be great, bro. <laughs> yes, absolutely. absolutely. I appreciate you guys, man. All right, guys, you have a good night. Hell yeah, Thanks we'll talk that, soon. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and the homegrown show all right there inside of the app go download it now you won't be disappointed and once again we are the sound we are new rock